You came into this world with nothing. You're going to leave with nothing. The, the, the time frame between coming in and going out, mm. nobody knows. Mm. So what you know for sure is you have this moment, this here and now. And that's really what I think meditation is anchoring mm. awareness into, right? Mm. The power of the now, of being, I'm here and I'm plugged in to the reality of what is. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to season three with Live and Thrive with Sharon podcast. And I am really just continuing to enjoy all of these conversations. And one of the intentions that I set for season three was to really just dive deep into the ocean and find and explore and find people who uh, were not completely within my reach. So I had to really reach out and move beyond where my circles and my networks are so that I could find these new beautiful human beings that are out there doing wonderful and amazing things. And today is no question that I have found an incredible human being. Her name is Mahima and she is, yeah, <laughs> she's blowing kisses for all of us on audio. <laughs> We've already like fallen in love um, and it's just been such a wonderful like pre-chat um, and I can't wait for you to get to know her and just a quick little introduction of Mahima is she's actually Europe's number one self-mastery mentor, mindset trainer, an international best-selling author and award-winning speaker and founder of the Mahima Mindset. And um, she, you're going to absolutely love her as soon as we get her to talk and, and start sharing about her journey and sharing about what her passions are. But she is the first black self-mastery mentor to have spoken at the Harvard Club of Boston in July of 2018. And in 2017, she got to share the stage with Sir Richard Branson at a business development event in Singapore. She's also had the privilege to share the stage with other thought leaders like Les Brown, Kevin Harrington, Lisa Nichols, Vishen Lakhiani, and Kane, and Alessia Minkus. And all of those people like are people who I absolutely love and think have so much to offer to the world. And I just am so excited that now after over 10,000 hours of meditation practice to date, that she has helped to transform the lives of thousands of people with their own her own unique creations, the inner peace formula, and your the own your superstar. And I'm so sorry, I just messed that up. But that is just like I I read it and I was like, oh my god, this is my sweet spot too. I <laughs> Mahima, thank you so much for being here. I am just so so excited to have you here, and welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, Sharon. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you for the great introduction. It's always amazing to look back at what's gone on in one's journey right what one have mountains that have been climbed and you know uh yeah things that have happened so I'm so honored and I just love 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 meeting women like yourself that are out there doing what they love making this world a better mm. place you know mm. it takes courage to stand up and and show up right so oh. um big respect and thank you Sharon for this oh. opportunity thank you and I just I honestly one of the reasons why I do what I do is so that I can help to amplify voices like yours. Thank you. You just, what you're doing is incredible and who you are is incredible. So thank you for coming and thank you for being you. 
Thank you. It's an honor. And I can't wait to deep dive and hopefully <laughs> give some value today um, from, you know, if there's any way I can support anyone with little bits of what, you know, my story and my journey has uh, taught me along the way. <laughs> yeah. So maybe just to give a little bit of background about, you know, where originally you're from and, and how your journey to get to where you are now. So I'm born in Zimbabwe. I grew up in Zimbabwe. Um, with 23 years old, um, I found myself in India, in an Indian ashram. <laughs> Going back to Zimbabwe, I grew up in apartheid. I grew, um, mm -hmm. which if you know what that is, it's a culture of hate, yeah, separation, segregation, um, and it's quite a challenging thing. And my grandparents and great, you know, um, my great grandmother lived in a hut in Africa and gave birth to my grandfather at least on one side of my family. Um, the other side, I don't know so much about because my father disappeared on me when I was a young child. Mm. Um, I think I last saw him when I was three years old and I'm, I don't know where he is right now. So, you know, I've, I have, uh, you know, pair, uh, people that lived in huts without running water and electricity in my lineage, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I was brought up in a, you know, middle-class home, with running water and electricity and all of that stuff. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so it's, it's kind of like uh, an African girl that uh, had religion as well, Roman Catholic upbringing. Oh. And a bit of a messy childhood, messy, you know, life until what I would uh, call my awakening, until that mm. moment where I came into contact with new information about myself, right? And it, it mm. happened through a portal that was opened in this ashram setting that gave me access to a new way of thinking, uh, feeling and being. Um, mm. and, and so, yeah, so, so that the, Mihi, the, the Mihima that, that had, you know, had all this experience in Africa, the trauma, the, the, you know, there was physical abuse, there was mm. emotional abuse, uh, and there was sexual abuse too in my in my mm. uh, childhood. So there was mm. quite, as I said, quite a lot of messiness, and uh, I would never ever imagine that I could be in India and have that shift. So I do believe that we have no clue what life has in store <laughs> for us, right? Yeah. Um, your life can change dramatically through a decision you make with you don't even realize what you're making as a decision and that yeah. decision to go to India changed the trajectory of my entire life and I can just say I'm so glad I had the wisdom to recognize that and stay there and just ride that wave and totally transform myself and my life yeah so oh in a nutshell of the story and so you know Sharon Oh my goodness. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I definitely want to dive a little bit into that. Um, but I, I, I want to speak into the wisdom piece because that's so important. Right. And so wisdom is just something we inherently have within us, right? It's not something that we can study or that we can read or although reading is great and it can awaken things within us, but wisdom is the thing that's within us. And so I, I have to say that that how beautiful that you allowed that awakening of wisdom to guide you to go to the ashram, right? <laughs> and, yes, I, I, and I was not. Yeah, absolutely. I love that because 
I, I, I didn't even, I wasn't seeking, I have to tell you guys. I, so I didn't go to the ashram like, hey, let me go and find enlightenment. I just took a decision because I was broke. I was broken after a marriage that had separated. And then this person that knew about India and knew about enlightenment and knew about meditation said to me, stop, don't go further. Like you're so young, go to this ashram. He gave me the address, he gave me the place to go. He said, go and sort yourself out here before you do anything else, before you make any other decision. I didn't know what I was saying yes to. I was like, okay, tears <laughs> running down my face. What a one-way ticket to India. Okay, so that's how it happened. And then I'm sitting in this ashram. There's all these people from all over the world, right? Like from Japan and and uh, um, China and and, yeah. and Africa and America and all yeah. places in Europe. This eclectic group of people, um, you know, gathering around these teachings about mm. you know the power of the now and and asking the question, who am I? Who am I? And, and I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, what am I doing here? It's like I landed literally like an alien on another planet. That's yeah, like I'm sure reeling from what you had just been through. So you probably weren't 100% even present in your exactly. body. I, was, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was just sitting there. It was my first day in the ashram, first day in the ashram. And, and in that first ever meditation, I had an awakening. It was amazing. Uh, you know, wow. I, was like a, I was like a dolphin that had been stranded on the beach, you know, and <laughs> on my last breaths. And then this, this whole meditation with all these crazy people from all over the world kind of pushed me back into the ocean and I just started swimming again. So meditation was really the first um, experience of self-empowerment that I found. And it found me. I found it, however, you know, came to be. Oh. And I had the unique experience of it being easy for me. Like mm. when I sat and closed my eyes, I could sit for hours. I could just sit and be for hours. It was, yeah. it was amazing. And people would tell me, this is very unusual. Like, I'd be like <laughs> really? They'd be like, yeah, meditation is really hard. For like, I was like, oh, yeah, this, is a, this world is amazing. I want to see, I don't want to do anything else. I just want to be. Yeah. So I think when you find things that you love in life and that for whatever reason you have some kind of talent on, it's really exciting, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I just somehow my gift found me and I found it. And then I've been able to just ride that wave until today. Yeah. Ride the wave <laughs> like a dolphin. Yeah. Just yeah. Ride that wave, surf that wave, you know? Lay. Yeah, <laughs> and I can imagine that dolphin... Yeah, the spirit of the dolphin is so playful. Yes. Right? So <laughs> I can totally see that too. That's I love that. It's it is, it's so true too that sometimes our heart needs to break in, in order for us to really break wide open. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um I'm curious before we dive into present day and how you're serving, but I'm curious about, I, I'm just reflecting to about myself and also like the many people who I have been so blessed to work with. And there's always just this point, this tipping point, right? Um, but there's so much when you follow the trail back, there's just so many things. Like I say that there were all of these God signs for me to get strong, 
right? And then there were also these other signs to me about what my natural gifts were. So patience and meditation are two of them, right? They just come so naturally, just like you. So mm-hmm. I, I I had a hard time wrapping my brain around the fact that other people had a hard time meditating because I'm like, okay. are you kidding me? I actually have a hard time my, bringing myself out of meditation. Like I can <laughs> meditate for six hours and be like totally content and feel like it's five minutes. Um, so, but I, when I think back, I look back at some of my experiences from like the womb all the way until my kind of, um, saying yes to my gifts. Right. Cause they were always there. Um, do that, that it, it just predisposes you towards that click, right. That you had like in the ashram, for instance. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Do, can you, when you think back and you follow the trail back from you're at the ashram and then prior to that, were there moments in your life that you found that you were meditating or that you were actually going into your own inner verse? Yes. So I, um, I was, I, I, I am, so I didn't say what I'm a dancer, right. Mm. And dancing, you become one with the source when you allow yourself to become the dance and anything creative. I'm an artist. I paint, right. I allow source energy, God energy, love, whatever you want to call it, to to flow through me and allow me to create. I create music. I create music like uh, um, I can I can I can you know create like rap. I, I've actually done a music album. So creativity is the place where I felt this divine energy yeah. would move me into places of stillness, especially dance when I was a young. Um, child and an adult growing up I Mm. could escape into this world with the music with my body where Mm. I I could be there for hours just playing and moving and listening to music and dancing and I didn't realize that was that was the communion with the divine essence inside of me so that was definitely the vehicle and the place which allowed me to 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 feel this expansion and to mm-hmm. to go into no mind and to feel open and and grounded and 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 alive and peaceful but i didn't know that at the time right it's something i discovered later on that ah so that's 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 what's happening there right yeah <laughs> that's, that's my that was my connection and that saved me i know that um dance saved me from from you know from mm-hmm. from my tragic childhood um because it was the place that gave me um a sense of well-being mm. yeah and healing yeah yeah but I, didn't, I didn't really know that back then right of course yeah, yeah. and that's i think yeah. that's important to extract from this conversation because i know that there are people who are listening right now who need to understand this point which is when you're actually moving through those challenging times and it's very painful. I, I feel, I almost feel like it's a wriggling through, right? Of sharp and sharp corners and turns and tight spaces, right? And you never really know how long or how far you're going to have to go in order to find your freedom, right? Mm-hmm. Or find that ability to expand or to be on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. And so, so what I'm getting out of what you just said it's so important, I think, to hear, which is 
how you move through it is going to be the way that you communicate with the universe. Mm. Right. Mm. So you danced your way through it. You moved your way through it. You connected in ways that felt right and felt good and also helped you get through some very challenging times. And I, I relate to that because I also, I, I call myself the Forrest Gump of trauma. So like I, from in the womb all the way through adulthood, like it was just, yes. you know, one thing after another. Um, but, but I, I, I think it's important for, for us to understand it's, it's, um, it's dialectical, right? In other words, like we can be experiencing one of the most challenging things in our entire lives in this moment, and also have it be one of the best things that you that ever could be happening for you, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you get to be you in that. Yes, this, this I think that that level of comprehension. I believe can only come after you've had some kind of an awakening yeah. and you start to understand more about who you are and your relationship to life itself yeah. and this world that we're living in. Right. So mm-hmm. most people are identified with life being um, all about the, like the name, this is Mahima. This is yeah. my job. These are my kids. This is, you know, um, my tasks and what I'm supposed to do. So they're very identified with what in my world, I would say the I, the me, the ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then this other part of ourselves, which is much more, which is so much more, right? Our soul, our essence, who we truly are, um, kind of gets lost and forgotten in the mix of things, right? Yeah. Becomes all about the routine of dealing with problems and, you know, challenges and, 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 you know, trying to, trying to survive in a sense, th- this uh, crazy thing called life. Yeah. I think when you have a deeper awakening, there is a realization that this all is just a game. <laughs> you came into this world with nothing. You're going to leave with nothing. The, the, the time frame between coming in and going out, mm. nobody knows. Mm. So what you know for sure is you have this moment, this here and now. And that's really what I think meditation is anchoring mm. awareness into, right? Mm. The power of the now of being, I'm here and I'm plugged in to the reality of what is. Right. Yeah. As opposed to living in the fantasy of what I don't want or the past, the future, uh, yeah. my fears, my concerns. Right. So so that, that I think that 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 awakening is, is, is a super essential thing. And that can happen. Yeah. It happened to me through being surrounded by thousands of people in a hall that created an atmosphere where I think many people could awaken. I don't think I was the mm. only person who, you know, had a, that. Wow there's more to me and I could feel it and experience it. It wasn't just a thought in my head. I sat there and I felt this opening where my mind went silent. Uh, the noise of my emotion became flat, like, like a calm ocean. And mm. there was just peace. There was just mm. light and love where before had been, you know, um, right. trauma, uh, thoughts, busyness, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I think that 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 the key is to to understand if you if you're stuck in that ego mind place where you feel like peace is impossible, um, you know, that that that's because something needs to still crack open, as you said. Yeah. Yeah, right. And maybe yeah. this conversation might be the thing that cracks you open. Right. Maybe yes. a, a workshop you meet, maybe somebody you meet, like, you know, mm -hmm. I, everyone has their moment to get to that place yeah. where it's like something truly transforms inside of you. And now your identification with um, life as being a form of suffering, suffering, and then you die changes. Right. And yeah. it becomes. I'm in this body here in this moment, in this present moment to experience myself and to see what can I do with my thoughts, my feelings and actions? How can I create? And then there, and that's what I love to show people that joy, that light, that peace, let's build that muscle because we, we yeah. built the negative focus. Now let's yes. build the soul focus, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And so that, that was beautiful, Mahima. And I also just want to say to those of you who are listening on audio, um, look at the YouTube video and see her moving as she's explaining this. It is absolutely, it's an embodiment. You are literally embodying what you're saying and I can see it and I can see, I can also see, um, the, the spirit of your ancestors moving through you as you're doing that as well. Right. Thank you. Yes, yeah. We can, you know, woman is part oh. of my, is part of my vibe God, it's delicious i'm going ah <laughs> i'm just gonna like start stamping my feet <laughs> you know like that yeah that 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 authentic self i i wouldn't have known how to 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 allow it give permission to it yeah. right and that's just something that through my mentors you know i've had some of the best mentors, uh, Lisa Nichols, or, you know, just like showing me and I, you know, and I'm so willing to learn everything there is about finding your authentic voice and expressing yeah. yourself authentically in the world, you know, and I wish more people would give themselves permission to, to do that actually. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I, well, and I think that they are because there are catalysts like you and I who are are moving through it and who have moved through it and said yes, mm -hmm. even when nothing around us looked like we should, right? It was yes. just like, this makes no sense whatsoever, but okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just love your energy of this grounding. I love when you told about that, you know, you meditation was easy for you. I haven't yeah. met a lot of people who say that. So mm. hello, Sharon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my soul sister. I know. Like, <laughs> it's not common. It's not common. People mostly like, nah, meditation, easy. No, no, no. So I just love this. I think you're one of the few people I've met in quite some time. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this also is like, it's like, really? You know, it's still, yeah. so isn't it funny how we're still just, we, not that we take anything for granted, but we just are so um, common with our essence, right? That it, mm -hmm. it, we don't always see it as anything unique or special, but, but we are special. Yeah. And the thing is that meditation is the actual meditation is the daily life. That's yeah. The, yeah. What you yes. do on the mat, whether you spend half an hour, 15 minutes, one hour, whatever, that that's nice. Okay. But that's when 
when that's over is when the real meditation begins, right? Yes. Bring your focus back into the now to try to operate with the highest level of lightness and self-love and self-respect. Mm -hmm. And therefore mm -hmm. you can give that to other people. And that's the practice. I say, you know, that's the real practice. Yeah. And I, you know, and I wish more, more people would, would really understand that, right? That it's great that you do a daily practice, let's say, however long you meditate for, mm -hmm. but know that as soon as you rise from that meditation, the real practice is beginning. Uh, yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Because when, you know, when life is, is going well and, you know, things are going your way, it's easy to feel, wow, life's beautiful. And I'm so grateful. But when you get slapped down, you get punched in the face, when you get kicked in the gut by, mm. by life, because it's mm. going to happen, you know, mm -hmm. like, I think no matter how much meditation you do, you can't escape the reality or the, I call it the nature of reality. Yeah. And one of the core teachings that I teach people, right? If you take a circle and then you draw a line down the middle and on one side of the circle, you write good, you're going to write bad on the other side. Correct. Yeah. You're going to yeah. write light, dark, dark. you're going to write, mm -hmm. you know, happiness, sadness, mm. you know, this is the reality of planet earth. You can't have the happy without the sad. You can't have the light without the dark. You wouldn't even right. know what light is if That's dark right. didn't exist. So these two are necessary for the composition of what's happening here on planet earth. Now, yeah. if you go further and you can, you can reach like a, a, a more expanded or bird's eye view, mm. you will see that, that they two sides of the same coin. So when happiness comes, lean in, lean in, go for full expression. You know, I see people, who like, don't be too happy. Don't do <laughs> things might go wrong. And like, things will go wrong. Okay. Do a happy dance. Happy is here. Okay. Like, you know, like go all in, you know what I mean? Let the happiness be all inside of you, right? Yeah, you don't yeah. know how long it's going to last for. You don't know when the slap going to come, right? So no, make hay while the sun shines for sure, right? Yes. And then, and then when the challenge drops, you know, whatever it is, something, you know, maybe, yeah, it could be a death, could be, you know, whatever it is, mm. you're prepared. You're like, I expected you. I said, when trouble knocks on your door, you're not like running out like what? You know, you're like, I saw you coming. Please come in, take a seat. I've prepared some cookies. I'm, I'm prepared for you. Like, let's yeah. do this. You know what I mean? That's like, right. Yeah. That's right. Because yeah. we also see that as our teacher, our greatest teacher. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, but I love how you are parsing out the concept of meditation and your, your, your programming into it so that even subconsciously that people will just know that meditation is not a binary thing, right? Where it's just like, oh, you just, I, I know I'm just being in this space in the healing space for a long time, you know, everybody kind of like finds these catch things, right? So it's like getting into the alpha state, the theta state, the this state, the that state, right? So all they're doing is they're just like, I need to meditate because I want to get to that. And I'm going to judge everything about my meditation if on whether or not I get there. And, yeah. and yeah. so for me, I, I see how that really takes us out of the, um, the whole purpose and intentionality behind mindfulness and meditation, which is presence, which yes. is surrender, yes. which is nothingness, which is non-attachment. So when we're attached to an outcome, then we're 
right? So I love yeah. how you're, you, you, this is, this is very skillfully done. And I want uh, our listeners to understand that this is a very skillfully applied way of laying out a meditation practice, the way that you're doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're setting people up for the reality of life. Yes. And yes. of presence. Absolutely. Yes. And, and, you know, um, I actually say to people, we can actually drop the word meditation because it has so much, it has, so, there's messiness around there, right? Yeah. For me, same as the word God, God has, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's people, I don't believe in God. I don't know. Right. So, yeah. so I want to say, how do we develop? Because we still need to put our spiritual being inside mm -hmm. of the game. Like we, you know, yes. like we're spiritual beings, right? Um, and, and this is not, as you said, spiritual, you know, voodoo, voodoo, whatever, right? I mean, right. It's scientifically proven yes. that we energetically vibrate and that this yeah. vibrational frequency, uh, you know, can communicate intelligently with, you know, the energies around us, like mm -hmm. trees or plants or, you know, um, the moon that you've affected, you're affected by the rays of the sun and, and the moon and so forth. So, so this is a reality that we're, we're not separate entities. We're, we're um, part of the whole, you know, cosmos and everything that's going on here energetically and spiritually. Yeah. So I think it's very important that we, you know, still have spirituality on the table, but maybe try to find perhaps new ways of expressing it so that, mm. so that it can stay on the table. Right. Because people say, oh, let's not talk. Let's not talk about God because, you know, we might, you know, offend someone or or lose. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I and I think, OK, true. But what are the words? Let's co-create words that we can all agree with. Right. Mm -hmm. Spirit. Mm -hmm. Is it soul? Yeah. Is it you know, what what words can we come up with that yeah. people can reflect and look at and say yeah. there's this body is a container for something. Yeah right? Yes. What is that something? There's something that's in the body, a consciousness, an awareness, whatever you want to call it, that will one day leave the body. The consciousness is gone, right? But the body's still here. So let's find ways of uniting us so we can talk about these things in, in the office, in the boardroom, in the yes. place where they matter, instead of, mm. oh no, now all we have to do is just have mind conversations, no, 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 no. We need to have spiritual conversation. Yes. That might mean we, we sit together in a boardroom and everyone just breathes and says, let's yeah. just take a moment to center ourselves, to ground ourselves, to feel our heart so that we can speak from a place of love and wisdom, right? And get out of our busyness and our craziness. And, you know, and, 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 and I don't know if this is freaking people out like, yeah, meditating in a boardroom. No, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> we need this. And this is the feminine energy. This is yes. a female voice saying we need to do things differently. Let's get mm. out of the head. Let's get into the body. Let's get yes. into the heart. Let's get into feeling vibrational frequency and understanding that you bring something to a space. You bring anger. You bring rage. You mm. bring uh, prejudice. And you're vibrating that frequency, right? And, right. you know, we want to create more harmony. We need to find mm. a way for people to take responsibility for what they're vibrating, what they're putting out and start mm -hmm. to look at how they can change that, not because of the words coming out of their mouth, but where they actually enter the room and you feel accepted, you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel their vibration frequency yeah. of love. So 
Yeah. Oh this gosh, going, I love that. I, I'm just going here because. Oh, I, I love it. I'm like, I'm, I'm like eating it like it's it's dinner. Like this is such wonderful. I'm feasting on this. It just it. So this conversation is bringing me back to a time in my life where I was not as um probably as present or as mindful. However, um, being being connected to gifts and connection a connection to higher power has has been what saved me and has been part of my existence all of my life. And so at one point in my life, I was um, a director of um, a homeless shelter. And so we did a lot of community stuff and I became well-known as like a speaker. So, because I was very much an advocate. And so I was the one who was always kind of out there, the squawk box, right? So I was asked by a large um, international organization to do some speaking for, um, to get more funding, right? And to ask for more funding. So we had a um, a very, very expensive dinner, right? Um, that people paid to come to see me speak. And I was supposed to come to bring someone with me who had gone through the program and was successful, right? And so there was this huge amount of pressure, right? On putting on this, I, I, I there's something inside of me that didn't feel right about it. Um, because I felt like it was a little bit of a dog and pony show and I don't like ever making anyone's life a spectacle, but you know, we, I was going with it and, you know, the bottom line is, is I went to go to pick the woman up Mm -hmm. and she couldn't do it. She, she wouldn't even open the door. Oh, wow. She said, I can't go. And I was, so my human mind was like, but you must, because everyone paid all of this money to hear your story and to hear me talk. Like, so yeah. like we're a, a package deal, right? Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and she's like, I just can't. And I said, okay, I accept your answer. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I got in the car and like the 15 minutes on the way, I was like, man, oh man, like, yeah. what am I going to do? I have hundreds of people at this very fancy place, right? Blinking their glasses, waiting to hear this great thing and have this whole story. I thought, oh, wow. mom, I can do this. So mm-hmm. I went in and I could feel exact. So um, I can feel energy and I can read um, things. And so I went in and I could feel just all of this kind of dynamic, right? And all these different people and coming from very, you know, just obviously with, with, um, success also comes a lot of living in the mind, right? So there were a lot of people like just all living in their minds and whatever. And so I went up to the, to the podium and I, you know, everybody just like silently like hushed and then looked at me and I was like, okay, here we go. So <laughs> I, I did just that. What you said, I said, mm-hmm. I, I just want us all to connect for a second and just breathe and let's just be present. And I'm going to share with you the truth of the reality of what is with dealing and working with serving people who have had a really challenging life. Mm -hmm. And now when they get to the point that they're on the other side, they don't want to be a spectacle. And I told them exactly what happened before I arrived there. And I said, the bottom line is, No means no. And we must honor each individual. And like, and I, you know, it's like a 20 minute conversation or whatever. But the point is, is that 
we came to, if I just started to have the conversation, I didn't bring, bring them together by breathing, centering, grounding, connecting, right. Mm-hmm. And presence that conversation would have been a bleep show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. But I just intuitively knew I need to bring people close into their own center. Yes. Into their hearts, into their humanness and mm-hmm. soulness. Right. And have this be relatable to everyone. So that's exactly what I was thinking about as I was listening to you, because I think it's so important that anywhere we go, include especially boardrooms, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we we must continue our journey uh, and our path of infiltrating that. And actually, it's very it's it's very well received now. I have to say, yes. like conscious leadership, and and that is. And definitely- I love what you're saying about reading the energy, reading mm-hmm. the room, seeing what's going on, yeah. and being brave enough to be a leader and say, yeah. yeah Let's just take a moment here. The energy in this room is not the place where we're going to get the most, but you know, um, that we're going to get the most of. And if you yeah. ask, just, you know, just, is anyone else feeling this funky energy? I'm yeah, like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But it's about being brave enough to do it. Yeah. And I, and I think, and I think it's going to be the women. I do think it's going to be mm. the women that 100%. are going to get that courageous voice and, and, and women, whether you're a woman or feel like a woman, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It's just that feminine energy is the point. Yes, that female, yes. That female energy that speaks through whether you have a man mm. body or a woman, you know, and 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 expresses this, this guys, there's another way of us being together, even here. And, you know, going further into that topic of meditation, I say yeah. meditation, it's self-love, it's listening. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's meditation is a love affair with yourself. Yeah. So many people say to me, I'm, I'm a good listener. And I'm like, are you sure? Okay, <laughs> because, <laughs> because for me, a good listener starts with listening to yourself. Yourself. Oh. Yeah. Listening to the truth that's inside of you moment to moment to moment. Your intuition is the mm. voice of your soul. Right? Yes. And meditation is tapping in and listening. So you know where Mm. you are emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. You're not running and escaping away from yourself. You're not trying to, you know, tell yourself, oh, I'm good. I'm good. When, when you're in deep pain or when you're not feeling, yeah. When you're not, or, or, you know, saying I'm okay. When you're hurt and, and, and feeling really upset. No, meditation is cut the crap, you know, and I'll yeah. just be here with myself and listen, yeah. get to know what's happening inside of me. And that's all it is. It's self-love and self-care. And it's the, it's the step that's going to allow you to be able to, to listen to your son and really hear what he's saying yes. as opposed to, to, to just be listening you know, kind of waiting to say, wait a minute, no, 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 or whatever it is, right? So, so yeah, listening is, is one of the most challenging things. I'm, I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Oh, right? same. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and to listen and react to the wisdom, because it's one thing to hear your, you know, your, your, your soul saying, please, can, can we, can we take more time for, for, for quietness and calm? It's one thing to hear that, and then just override that and just keep fucking, you know, moving forward with your ego's agenda, right? Yeah. Other people 
break down these days, break down, um, burnout. It's all a lack of listening, right? Because yes. it's all there. The information is all there in your body, mm. it's all there in your heart, it's all there in your energy system. And if you just take moments every day to say, the relationship with myself is the most rela important relationship that I'm ever going to have. Because I'm with myself 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for an unknown period of time. Yeah. So for me, it's about feeling comfortable in my own skin. It's about feeling safe inside of myself that I don't mm. have this, 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 this angry person inside of me just cutting me down, just, you know, tearing me up like that voice that many people have yeah. in their head. Telling you yeah. you're stupid, you're not good enough, you're this, it's not enough. How exhausting. Imagine so exhausting. the tools to be able to turn that voice down oh. and hear a more gentle voice that says, everything's fine, we're okay. And it's not fake. It's not like you're trying to tell yourself a story. It's a real sense of returning back to the source of your essence that you were born with, actually. Yeah. You yeah. talked about that earlier now, Sharon Mia, that it's not learning something new. It's returning back to what you were born as, mm. this wisdom that is inside of you. Mm. And that's all meditation is. It's just coming back to yourself, right? And feeling, yeah. you know, happy in your own skin. And, mm. and, and, and from there, being able to, I guess, have more fun in the world because you're not fighting against yourself all the time and ripping yourself to pieces yeah yeah a hundred percent you like yourself and you you know you develop a bond you know and you heal that actually the the the, the let's say the voices that told you you're stupid you're not getting like which i had right mm. um, the people that touched me inappropriate and did funny things and then caused these things to be inside of me meditation is the tool that's going to help you to 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 to, to, to heal, to transform, to move through, because you see that this is the traumatic part, the mahima that's traumatized. That's the I, yeah. but you're this. And now you let this flow through the I and start mm -hmm. to heal and transform. So, you know, most of the work of trauma and trying to help people go deeper is focused on trying to figure out what this is doing. And I'm like, no, let this be. You're never going to fix it. Never, like you, you, there's never a moment you're going to wake up and go, I fixed myself. Like, no, you're going to find right, some that never shit. happened, <laughs> right? You, you're going to find some <laughs> other shit that needs fixing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, let's say you have anger problems and then you become a little less angry and you feel a little bit more like that's great and I'm happy for you, but you'll just find other problems that you need yes. to sort out. So it's about yeah. accepting yourself as you are, allowing yourself to feel this I'm whole and not broken space. Yes. And then operating there and letting that start to heal these other aspects mm. of life, right? So, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. You aren't broken. And that's part of my message too, which is yeah. you're not broken. And no. all of the things that you were told about yourself that were wrong were so right. Mm -hmm. Right. I uh, uh, okay. I forget that this is a podcast because I wanted to draw something. Yeah, you but can. Well, the, but the yeah, YouTubers will circle. see it. Yeah, yeah. I just circle. So this this is the the I, the me. Yeah, the ego. Mm -hmm. If you want to put in the and this is you. This is the soul. This is mm -hmm. the soul. This is the spirit. 
right? Mm -hmm. So guys, if you what you know, um, seeing this on on the um, not on video, I just draw a little circle inside of a big circle, right? Yeah. And the little circle is the story. My name, I'm Mahima. I'm from Zimbabwe. I, you know, was sexually abused. This and that happened to me. This, and, or even I shared the stage with Richard Branson. I created a, a, an international company that travels all over the world. Um, I have this incredible husband. 23 years of conscious relationship. That's all part of the small me, okay? Yeah. Because at one point that story will dissolve back into the ocean of being, right? Yes. So real me is beyond the story. Right. And when my teacher and I spent five years in India, just staying with one teacher and learning because I was so identified with the small part of me. Yeah. That, and it always caused me to feel not enough. Right. Mm. Nothing was good enough. I mean, I would have the most awesome thing happen. I would enjoy it for two point second and then back to, oh, no, but I need this now. And I now need that. Right. It's endless endless right Sharon yeah it's always it's very yeah, it's always going to be more, there exactly yeah so, so understand that meditation is the tool that connects you and maybe the, there's other tools I don't know that connect you to your soul to this yeah. place of I'm whole I don't need anything yeah this world with nothing I'm gonna leave with nothing so I don't need anything to feel peace to feel joy to feel abundant yeah. to feel happy to feel um like like um alive right yeah. that is just my nature and then i get to play in this world as me yes with all of you know all of the whatever this is right? yes. <laughs> the essence of you is yes. endless the essence of you is endless and that's the i that's what i'm hearing out of this is that you know we can identify um with something, the dis-ease of whatever it is that shows up in our physical body or in our experiences, or, um, you know, I am, people always ask, well, what, what do you do? Well, who are you? And I'm just like, I'm me. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, and so I'm, I'm a marketing nightmare, right. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, no, I don't like that box. No, I want that box. Like, how can we come up with language that just shows endless possibilities of expansiveness mm -hmm. right so um so i i love how you're really bringing that home through the idea and the concept of the soul and the self because many of us really identify with this physical being right and then things inside of it so everything that's inside of it always must be smaller because it's from physical you know like the relation of physical size right but really the thing is, is that our soul, even though it's, it speaks to us many times through our heart, right? So I, it's my spiritual belief is that our soul is housed in our heart, right? Mm -hmm. However, if we were to go into the expanse of your heart, it would just go on for infinity, right? And so that is so big. It's so big, so, so big. We can't even draw a circle around it, right? It's just endless. And the more we get into connection with the universe and with our souls, then we are in connection with the infinite, which means I know nothing. I love that. Right? Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so beautiful. <laughs> yes, I know nothing. That is so true. That is so true. And yeah. uh, if more people could allow themselves to live in that space 
of mm. the true wisdom, right? Because the intellect mm. has taken over. So yes. mind full of knowledge, mm -hmm. knowledge that doesn't necessarily serve us, knowledge that most of it's useless to be quite honest with you I know that a lot of what I learned at school I, of course if you you know specifically want to do something you are going to need to get some mind wisdom so yes you know, we've built a lot of science and a lot of good things but in terms of the relationship with self mm. and the world that needs another wisdom that needs another wisdom and I wish that they would teach that at school yeah I wish that oh. schools would have this wisdom yeah, of the soul, wisdom of the spirit, and have that integrated into learning the mind wisdom. And yeah. that would create a more balanced human, right? Who understands the power of his mind, but also mm -hmm. the power of his spirit and his soul and what he's capable of creating outside the realm of what the mind can know, right? So to give you an example, like I, you know, like I downloaded that I needed to be an entrepreneur when I was 23 and I had no clue, Sharon, how I was going to manifest this. I just knew that I couldn't go back to Zimbabwe and go back mm -hmm. to my old life. Mm -hmm. I knew that something had happened here in this India trip with all this meditation that allowed me to know without knowing how I knew that I could create something extraordinary. Right. And I would create little miracles all the time. Like mm. just like small things that were happening to show yeah. me there is a correspondence between what is in my head and mm -hmm. my heart and mm -hmm. what is going to come into my life. There is yeah. a relationship, right? Yes. And, and when I see the students that come on our campus, you know, they, they're not in that relationship. They're very much in their mind trying to do stuff. But the, mm -hmm. this, the, what you said, the soul voice, right, isn't in the conversation. So they're not creating that magic. Mm -hmm. And once they start mm -hmm. and they start, miracles start happening, things that they were trying to do for years, like just suddenly start happening. And they're like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I, I don't understand how this is happening. I'm saying that's the magic of your soul, which you haven't yet been taught about because you've been taught about yeah. the power of the mind. Right? right. And right. the mind only has so much it can go to. Right. Um, and not everybody is going to have a brilliant mind and be able to do, you know, science and, 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 and go down their path. Not everyone is born with those talents. Some are going to be artists. Some are going to make things with their hands. Some yes. are going to, you know, go in the earth and, and, and be gardeners. And, and there's so many intelligences that are not honored in mm. school because it's all about how smart are you? Right. Can how you much can we shove in the brain? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and, and if, 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 if we would change that, if, if, if people would have the opportunity to really follow their intelligence, yeah, the yeah. kids should have more hours at what they're good at. Mm. Imagine if that would be your school, like you're not good at maths. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's give you more hours of what you are good at, right. you know? As right. opposed to, no, you, you're falling behind. You need, you need more hours of maths. I know yeah. it sounds crazy for some people. They're like, this woman is not, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some of you are thinking, yes, <laughs> yes. I don't know how this is coming across, Sharon. To, you well, know, honestly, audience, right? the, thing, the thing that I love the most is when I walk away from people and then I turn around, they're just like, you know, they have this happened? So I, I hope that that did cause a little like, wow. Like the puppy dog ears going twisting. What? Yeah. 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 But it's true. I, 
I agree. And um, actually, when my daughter was, my youngest daughter was, um, I think she was in third grade. She was really having a hard time in school. There was just a lot of um, overwhelm. She's a highly sensitive person. And so all of the lights and the noises and the this and the that were very overwhelming for her, but she's really intelligent. Um, and so it got to the point where I, I, we spoke about homeschooling. And so I had had my own business at, at that time. And I was a professional equestrian and I had a bunch of horses that I was in charge of. And, and I spent the whole day, you know, interfacing with beautiful people and animals. And so I thought, well, you can just come and be with me because that was something that she loved and something that she knew. And she went and she, so for a year, she spent her days with me every single day, meeting with the veterinarians, learning how to scrub before an intraarticular injection, um, mm. learning how to care for in wrap um, wounds, learning how to exercise and care for horses, nutrition, all of this stuff, right? And, you know, and she was in fourth grade mm. and she was doing all of this. And, um, the, I don't think she even really can wrap her brain around that, but I guess the point is, is that we honor the soul and the spirit of the individual. And we look at how they're responding to their environment and we give them what they need period. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that it's, would, you know, like kids are struggling. We know that things are coming apart in this world like that I didn't need to deal with as a child. I didn't need to worry if I'm going to be, you know, badly bullied or, or, yeah. or, you know, stabbed or, I mean, and you could say, well, that's in bad areas. I don't know what is happening in the other areas. There's other right. stuff that goes on, right? Um, maybe alcohol, drugs, uh, yeah. I don't know, right? Under pressure, they start popping pills. So everywhere is something going on, I think, for, for, for kids that we didn't, that I know that I didn't, even yeah or even think about so. yeah i think through our own evolution of what we're being prepared for i think that we are going to see more and more children who are highly sensitive and have these beautiful neurological superpowers right because those superpowers allow allow a whole new spectrum to be seen right where we wouldn't have seen before so i do think it's divine design but it's I guess the circling back to what you're talking about, which is just like honoring the self and really it's a love affair of self and really learning how to listen. Um, and I've just gotten so much out of this conversation. And if anything, just, it's nice to soul speak. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. So nice to soul speak. And you, your essence is just so beautiful and what you stand for and the way that you deliver your messages is, is, is apps. It is artwork. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Sharon for this opportunity and, um, yeah, it's, 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 a. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a labor of love. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm so honored every day that I get to do what I love. I tell you, I pinch myself. I I'm always like, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but it didn't just happen. Right. I intentionalized this. I kept making powerful decisions. 
I yeah. could have gone left where my mind wanted to take me to the logical place of safety and security and whatever. And I kept listening to my heart. And mm. so that's, that's something. And, and, and there were times I didn't listen to my heart. And also mm -hmm. that was valuable lessons for me, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, I knew this, right? And that's yeah. important to acknowledge too, because yes. it's like those moments where you know that you, do you had downloaded this isn't the right thing, but you did it anyway. Yeah. It over, right? Yeah. Want to acknowledge it and go, yep, my, you know, my spirit, to, spirit spoke to me. My intuition was clear, but my mind thought, you know, I, I followed the logical mind. And so when right. that was acknowledge that, because then that's going to allow you to be able to become even better at making intuitive soul decisions because you mm. own all of it, right? You mm -hmm. own you mm -hmm. follow your soul and it works and you own when you followed your mind and you already knew what the soul wanted you to do and you didn't listen. Right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everything is perfect. Everything yeah. is perfect because it's just, it's about growth. Right. And so we don't grow without there being some sort of, a, it's, it's quantum metaphysics, right? We need to have a drag in order to be able to pull forward. Exactly. You know? So yeah. My toughest lessons have made me strong. Yes. Fact. Fact. Yeah. The yeah. shittiest things that have happened to me are the things that really made me go, okay, yeah. next level. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, fuck. Okay. Now I really get to test the theory. You know, I yeah. test the teachings. Like, let's go. Right. Um, and listen, COVID has been a super special time. I think mm. many people, there's a lot of disruption. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how this continues to pan out and unfold. Right. Yeah. Um, there was COVID, the, sorry, there was before COVID, then mm -hmm. there was COVID. And I don't know, are we experiencing post COVID? I guess we are. But, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's a new world, is what I can say. Oh, and, yeah. And the period of these last two years were hugely, uh, a huge amount of growth. And especially last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys felt those vibes, but last year was mm -hmm. disrupt, disrupt, disrupt. In my life, it just kept on coming, right? Mm -hmm. It just mm -hmm. kept on coming. Mm -hmm. And what I felt, it was all about letting go of that which no longer serves me. Yeah, oh yeah. Really digging into what do I really want? Like if mm. I'm not like just trying to tell myself the story of I should do this or I should do that. Yeah. Right? Everything gets has been so disrupted that you really had to rebuild from new and why yeah. not build something that you're truly excited about right because mm -hmm. if everything gets crashed down to the ground that's a great opportunity to say well in the rebuild i didn't like this i didn't like so let's not put that back into the picture let's keep yeah. that out right yeah yeah yes so it's been a very yeah productive time for growth i think yeah, none of us are sitting sterile from this experience, right? If you and I are still here, that means that we're still called to move through it too, right? So, mm -hmm. and and it's it's also beautiful to be at the point where you are, where you've really moved through a lot of these ascension pieces, right? That have been catalysts for you to find right now what your gift is to the world and to continue to evolve and expand 
um, and reach and serve greater. I think it's wonderful. I I know that you have, um, we're, we're coming too close soon. And I know that you have something that you wanted to offer our audience. Absolutely. I wanted to offer something what we call our um, membership with us, mm -hmm. come and join our family and tribe and, you know, start, start going into some of this work if you yeah. feel moved to. So it's absolutely free. You will get three um, of our, you know, award-winning products, actually. One of them is my international best-selling book that you will get um, with this free membership. And mm. you will also get, um, which, and in the book is my inner peace formula. It's my three mm. most powerful things you need to know about getting to inner peace on a more daily and consistent level. Mm. And it's an easy read. People love it. They say once they start reading it, they can put it down. So it's very juicy and you mm -hmm. start transforming immediately. Yeah. And then the other thing is um, what I call my seven days reprogram your mind. And it's just because, you know, we, we're thinking in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And in the mm -hmm. seven days we program, I just put different thoughts into your mind, like ideas of what if you looked at love in this way? What if you looked at yeah. connection from this point of view? So I, I highlight a few uh, points and, and just mm. kind of get you seeing these things from a different perspective and mm. then starting to change your perspective of how you view yourself and the world around you. And it's 15 minutes a day. It's super easy to do. And people have told me so much good things that come out of just this one program alone. And then on top of that, I'm going to give you my 21 day meditation challenge for those of you who are like meditation. <laughs> you're gonna love it because it's gonna give you that you know starting that love affair with yourself where you mm. get to spend 15 minutes a day just being face to face with you in a gentle loving and kind way and mm. those 15 minutes honestly they're gonna go by like this and most people are like i wanted to sit for longer i'm like why don't you i just yeah. got you started on 15 minutes and you just keep on going right? yeah um oh. so and, and even advanced meditators have told me that they loved the 21 day meditation challenge because maybe they'd stopped meditating, you know, and then they just wanted to get back on track. And so this, you know, gave them the, the, okay, it's a challenge. Let's go 21 days and then mm. the settle. So, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You get those three programs absolutely free. You just have to go to the Mahima mindset.com and uh, free slash free. The mahimamindset.com yeah, slash free and you'll get this juicy stuff. So yeah, Sharon, thank you for allowing me to um, give that gift to your beautiful audience and for oh, also thank the opportunity you. to have been here today and just had so much fun with you. What an electrical woman. What <laughs> a powerhouse. I am so impressed with the story of just having the courage to tell the truth in that moment. Mm -hmm. When, you know, when all those people were there and that expectation is so brave and, and the truth sets us free, you yes. know, you do that and you could, but you did create that safe space for it to be received. And the safe space was getting people into their hearts. And yeah. so such a powerful lesson for everyone here who's in circumstances where you want to bring people together. Yeah. Take that moment to connect them back. Yeah, but you need, you were able to be connected in yourself, um, Sharon, and that's why you opened that portal for all those people to drop there, right? Mm -hmm. So you weren't talking from your head like, hey, let's all take a moment. No, you were vibing and then opened the portal 
and poof. Mm. And that's what you're doing now on this call. And uh, that, you know, is such a joy to see. Thank you mm. so much. Thank you so much. And, and you're just magical. And thank you so much for coming. And thank you for offering that beautiful gift. Um, I'm going to link that in the show notes so everybody can just give it a click and uh, be on their way to signing up. Um, and I have absolutely loved this conversation. But one step further, I... I'm just so grateful now to be connected to you and you, you're, you are an incredible soul Thank you. and we are so, so fortunate. What a gift, what a treasure you are for you us. Too. You too. Yeah. I see you. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. Yeah. So for everyone that's listening, this was a beautiful healing conversation. I felt it. I felt the healing vibration. Uh, and I hope that you, um, are also able to feel some of this connectedness, connectedness, but I want you most of all to make sure that you could give us a comment and let us know what your thoughts are, what your questions are, um, about the conversation today, anything that you have to say, any feedback is good feedback. And also I have a community letter as well that I'd love for you to sign up for. So please make sure that you click on that link if you're not already receiving our information. And I just don't send a lot of information, but I do supply things like storytelling and information and links to meditations and our podcasts and all of that good stuff. So I am so grateful that you are all here. I'm so grateful that we are in a growing and expanding community. And Mahima, once again, my heart to your heart. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait for the next time that you come and join us. Thank you so, so much.